To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a scary movie victim. Oh no, a tree fell on my car, and there's only one thing to do. Trip over my own feet and pull myself across the lawn while yelling help at a barely audible volume. <laughs> uh, sorry to interrupt, but you filed a claim with Geico, so you've got a designated claims team to help you. This Geico sounds suspiciously reassuring. Are you sure I don't end up getting surprised with an unexpected twist? Just that your Geico team will always be there to keep you updated. No! What is it? Oh, nothing. I just didn't see that coming. Geico. Great service without all the drama. Home. They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say it's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitts in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, Geico makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. It is Thursday, the, what date is it? The 22nd, I imagine? Yes, it is. Yesterday was the 21st. 23rd, Thursday the 23rd. My mistake, yesterday was the 22nd. Um, so, it is the 22nd. We are in Florida. We are the epicenter of uh, the coronavirus. If you don't believe that, that's fine. You know, you, you, um, I... We, I'm still working at a restaurant, and uh, recently I know there's, uh, I see some two older women come out, they're, uh, it was, yes, it was uh, on Monday night, and they had a couple sitting near the bar at a table, and uh, the lady was in her 90s, who, uh, she was using a walker, and I, notice she's wearing stretch pants and uh, that's why the title is stretch pants aren't for everyone but then I guess if you're 90 something years old it really doesn't matter what you you know the rules don't apply to you and I don't mean that facetiously Uh, I mean that uh, truly that if you reach 94 yeah um, as long as you're covering your tender parts and stuff like that I guess it really doesn't matter uh, for them but I mentioned to uh, the gentleman that was sitting at the uh, table nearby I told him hey check out the stretch pants you know because he's always staring at ladies and he just turned around and he suggested that he burnt his retinas staring at this lady she was uh, she had the physique of a, a woman that walks around with a walker and he's 94 years old so we get a lot of those down here, and just like you would see pictures in Walmart and things like that, we get a, uh, it's a similar kind of thing down in our place. Obviously, we get people that look really good in those items, uh, stretch pants, but not uh, this was not the case. So yesterday, I roll in the work, and there is seven people sitting at tables around the bar there near the bar and I had to tell him I said listen the bar's not open so you know you can't use it for your drinks and things like that so I got to move up there and then everyone started chiming in actually there were two tables nearby that started chiming in I, I wasn't there more than two minutes I'm just trying to make sure that we don't get any fines for uh, doing anything that isn't uh, to I guess that would be I would call it code, but it's not code. It's a cur- it's currently it's a a government mandate or whatever what whatever you want to call it to mitigate uh, social distancing and things like that. But the bars are closed in uh, Florida. So the uh, one guy says to me, he says, "Oh well, listen, you hear about all that stuff down in um, you hear that report a couple days ago?" And I said, "That report, that report, you should watch." that says yeah there's nobody in the hospitals it's all fake like oh really it's all fake you know these the ICUs being full which it is not I know people that live there I know people that disagree that agree that they are full they don't know why uh, they're full they can't really 
verbalize why it's full, but this gentleman suggested that the the hospitals were empty and you see idiots driving up and uh, the hospitals and they see empty parking lots because the people that are in the ICUs that are using them that are infected are not allowed to have visitors and a lot of the people that are in the ICUs did not drive them to the, themselves to the hospital. And uh, so if you're not allowed to visit, you're not allowed to be in a the hospital, they don't want you waiting downstairs and stuff. So you'll see an inordinate amount of empty parking spaces. Um, so I had that one guy and he started going off. And so I just, this was, I got, I gleaned all this information from him about the hospitals being empty and stuff like that in 10 seconds. And I just said, okay, that's enough. So I didn't, I, I chose not to even argue with the guy um, at the, this point. I just said, nope, not, we're not going to do it. And then this other, let me call it asshole or idiot, uh, looks, he, he goes down, he goes, well, the Democrats are doing it. He said that, and I said, no. And finally I just said, nope, to him. And this idiot, this is the second time. This is getting to be a pattern, which he's not going to really enjoy sitting at my, because I don't want this guy here. He had a, uh, he's a liver trans, uh, liver transplant recipient, and he comes in all liquored up after fishing. I mean, doing half-day fishing trips or something, gets dropped off. And uh, he... I, I don't know what is wrong with him. He just doesn't. He may have like two, three beers. And I guess I don't know if it's a uh, side effect to having a liver transplant. But he always seems to be out of it. Who do we have? Oh, that's a spam call. Decline. That was a phone call that came in. So this guy comes in, gets dropped, wanders, has a beer or two, says some stupid shit. And then waits uh, like an hour or two to get picked up again. Uh, so I had to tell these guys that the conversation was wasn't welcome. And they said, why is that? And I said, well, I have to be here. I work here. You don't have to be here. And we don't have to talk about this. I know. I'm not. This is a, a restaurant, not uh, a political forum. And... I realize nothing I have to say will convince these guys. This guy, we were just talking about the report. He didn't even have a name of the report he wanted to talk about. I didn't even want to get into it with delving into it. But he says, oh, the report. So what report? No, that. And I go, oh, okay. So he probably was on Breitbart or something like that. So I have these things all the time. I have these debates on Facebook. And I have them with the friends that come into bar and stuff like that. There's There are people that allow to uh, yeah I know you heard me say it allow well I gotta be there I gotta be at the uh, bar so what what else am I gonna do you know I can't um, I can't go anywhere so what I do is I say listen I'm I gotta be here for a while so for my peace of mind I, I, we're not gonna have this conversation and I'm not gonna sit there discussing with people that uh, believe you shouldn't be watching the news or tracking it. And I, and I understand that. People are very angry. People are very angry, especially people that support uh, the guy that's currently at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, they're very angry because everything looks bad for him. Weird. Everything seems bad for him. So many people out of work. Uh, so many people infected uh, his policies that his his interviews he just went on uh, a Fox interview and told that he aced a um, an Alzheimer's test and a lot of people he was talking about how great he remembered five different uh, things and he recognized an elephant and what day it was and was you know hey sometimes I don't get the days right stuff like that that's the way it is. But it doesn't mean you don't have Alzheimer's just because you, uh, or you do have Alzheimer's. There's lots of people that don't know what day it is. And it's, you know, if you don't have a calendar in front of you and stuff like that, they're all blend together, especially when you don't have to write down the date if you're not writing it on uh, checks and things like that. You know, but I do know where I live. I don't wake up not knowing that. And I understand 
facts and things. I understand who the expert is. So if we recall, uh, a couple months ago, there was a video going around Facebook called Plandemic. And it was mainly pushed around by uh, conspiracy theorists, theorists about uh, the, uh, you know, some lady who has a questionable background in, in uh, medicine or whatever, a researcher, and they were saying that, oh, this is all planned and things like that, the whole whole thing, and it's just it's taking away your freedom and stuff like that. While um, that has gone by the wayside, the current resident of uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue says it is real and it's patriotic to wear your mask because he couldn't lie about the numbers anymore. That's why. And Kellyanne Conway come out, and she's calling out the states that open too quickly. You know, Georgia, Florida, Texas, California, right? Remember when California was supposed to, uh, they said they were going to stay till August 1st. When are they going to end up? Los Angeles County is probably going to wind up closing again for a couple months. They could have done it. They had the wherewithal. They just didn't do it because there was a lot of people pushing back. A lot of people pushed back. So right now, I'm dealing with people. And this is a, uh, and okay, I'm going to speculate. This is a theory, but it's anecdotal. It's a thought experiment for people. And listen, if you want, like to call in, if there's one person listening live, if there's one person listening live, you can use my Skype number. We're going to be posting this Skype number for our live shows from now on. And the number is 407-392-4563. You'll be the first person calling in. And you know what? I know this could backfire. It could get, hopefully there's not angry people listening to this show. They shouldn't be listening to the show. If you're angry, you know, I don't turn on One American News and just sit there and get angry. Get, I would go and listen to something uh you know, for your confirmational bias. If you're getting angry, if you're not really, obviously, if you're just following conspiracy and you're saying, well, I don't listen to news, what I do listen to is these people that post these conspiracy theories like Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, uh, whatever, the guy that denies the uh, Newtown shooting, that guy. Alex Jones, Alex Jones. So, yeah, you can listen to all those people, uh, which how's that? I mean, you you think they're reliable. You know, they're just going back. The administration just went back. This administration just went back on what they were saying originally, how it wasn't important, how it was going to disappear, how they're going to get, how they're doing great on it, how they're going to be putting out the fires. Well, they're not putting out the fires. You know why? Because they didn't mandate the uh, same things as the other countries. Yes, they've seen some uptick, but whenever they see the uptick, they just reinforce the mandates that they have about wearing masks and the penalties for it. And having a penalty for something that could do real harm, like cause someone to die or get sick or get introduced into a uh, ICU, introduced to a ventilator intimately, that's a good thing to stop that. We're trying to stop that. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it now. Let's let's celebrate the uh, things we need to do in order to protect the people around us. It's really not important. But I, anecdotally, what I'm saying is, uh, think of this thought experiment. We're in the Keys right now, and uh, I did a show uh, Tuesday, right after the Monroe County board of county commissioners what they did was they had a meeting uh they had called on very short notice uh they had uh, let me give you a little background uh monroe county florida had uh we have one tether uh one main tether to the mainland that's uh route one and it splits at the top of the uh where meets the mainland there's card sound road and there's route one and there are two ways to get into the Keys there. And what they did back in early April was set up a checkpoint. And if you're not a resident or have legitimate uh, business in the Keys, 
you were uh, turned around and sent home. And that was in order to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. And what they did was there was a, uh, uh, within weeks, there were protests on people with businesses, which I understand, and people uh, who had, you know, people who had business, people who work in business, protesting the the uh, checkpoint saying they're, it's a constraint of business, it's, it's unconstitutional, and they, they overstepped their bounds. So, and there was a lawsuit filed also. So eventually, uh, you know, the open up crowd came and, and I, I am, you know, financially, I am with the open up crowd and I have been going to work and I have been washing my hands and wearing a uh, mask and I haven't uh, manifested any of the symptoms. I mean, that doesn't mean I haven't been in contact or even contacted it, contracted it. Uh, my, my wife and daughter haven't uh, done the same. But there are people, and as of today, I, uh, I'd say there's, we're, on, we're north or south, but we're right around the 1,000 infected mark. And uh, there's, uh, so, so Monroe County did all this um, uh, stuff, the, the checkpoints and opening up, and then had 50%, we had the phase openings and things like that, that uh, they had for Florida State, and there was, the Monroe, there was state mandated, and there was county mandated. And Key West is doing something a little different. You have to wear a mask every time you leave your house and things like that. That's do I guess, you know, there's a psychology behind it. The psychology behind it is that you have to have a mask. There's a lot of people that were, even though all restaurants were requiring people to wear masks when they're coming in here, all restaurants were supposed to be requiring it while they were opening. But some of them weren't. Some, we, we realize that when people come in, they say, well, there's different rules at different places. I said, no. It, it's not different rules at different places. It's different enforcement in different places. Let me reiterate that. The rules are the same. The enforcement is different. Just like um, when uh, kids go out and they're drinking beer and vodka and they're out of the thing saying, oh, the rules are different here, you know, because we get to do whatever we want. No, the law is still the same. You're not, you're not allowed to drink or, and things like that, but we're they're not being enforced right now. And if the, you know, when the authorities come around to and they see that, that's when you're cited or given a ticket, things like that. And there's a, there's good reason for that because that young people are, are, you know, more irresponsible with the use of uh, those controlled substances. That being said. So yesterday, uh, Tuesday, they had a Zoom meeting. They called for it on Monday because next week, and this is speaking, this is July 22nd. So next week at this time, we will already have been uh, a little less, I think it's sunrise to, we're a little over 24 hours at this time next week. We'll be a little more than 24, 18 hours into uh uh, mini, lobster mini season, and that's the early uh, uh, season where they allow uh, people, just regular citizens, come down, uh, and it's throughout the state, and there's limits are different from wherever you go, but uh, I think it's in, uh, in Monroe County, it's six lobster per person uh, per day, and uh, I, I'm a big believer in not thinking that it's a good idea either way, because I think there are commercial people and locals should have that, you know, if you're coming down here to grab six lobsters and stuff like that, I understand, I don't, I don't, I don't quite get it, but I don't have a problem. I realize most people don't abuse the, most people don't abuse the uh, limits, but what happens to the people that do abuse the limits, they do it so drastically and uh, without thought that they're not, no one takes, uh, that's watching or paying attention, takes an extra lobster. What they do is they take uh, 18 extra. I mean, as many as they fit in a cooler. They'll do that. They'll load up coolers. Some people that are lazy, they will, uh, they'll just keep loading their coolers. And if they get to be stopped, because they're very few, there's a lot of people out there and there's very little enforcement, what happens is they just get away with it or uh, they, you know, fill up their limit 
for the day and they put it in a cooler and exchange it with someone and go to the docks and they keep on going because if they get stopped by enforcement as long as they don't have six per person six lobster per person on a boat they they won't get fined and it's pretty stiff for violating that so they were talking they thought because of all the uh florida being the epicenter for uh the spread now in, in the coronavirus in the United States and the world uh, that the corona uh, that was a good reason to have a meeting to maybe think about curtailing many seasons which was just a shadow play because they were doing this meeting about uh, eight days before they'd have to send a letter to the state well eight days before it starts and they'd have to send a letter to the state and the state uh, it's called the FWC and uh, the authority, the, the one of the authorities, whether they would curtail that uh, lobster season in Monroe County in order to keep people from rushing down here because everything's shut down in Miami. All the, the restaurants are closed uh, in Miami-Dade. The restaurants are closed to in-house dining. So we have that down here. So what happened is they had the meeting and they had some people show up. Most of the people that were talking were for, oh, you can't do it. But one of the one of the uh, commissioners, Commissioner Kate says his family has been doing it for 40 years. And, you know, and it, they, I understand it. The actual getting the lobster is not a spreading event. It's the congregating in one particular place, let's say at clubs and bars and stuff like that. And people come down and they get together and they have big parties and things like that. And this is where it comes down to my anecdotal evidence about restaurants and bars and parties and things like that. We all heard about the coronavirus parties where people get together and they bet to see who um, contracts coronavirus first or who tests for it first. And then they collect money or, you know, trying to get the coronavirus. And then, you know, there's been stories of people getting it and they then regretting it afterwards and then you know if you do manifest the symptoms you will regret it if it's severe enough so the idea is now stay with me on the thought experiment if you're from a place like uh, Pennsylvania New York uh, the Northeast where uh, or certain parts of the Midwest or the Northwest where they have it under control. There's an uptick of cases, but it's not going through the roof. And you got maybe 25 to 30% of your ICU capacity used. And you got, you know, 70% room. You're sitting pretty. And if you believe that your state did a good job and it makes sense to wear a mask and stay socially distanced, you may not choose to go and take a vacation or a visit to Florida. Right? Would that be the place you'd go to? Would you go to Texas? Would you go to Arizona? Would you go to Georgia, which is also spiking a lot? No. You go to other places. And so what do we end up here with in Florida? Well, we have uh, a hodgepodge of things. We have, if you think about, we right now the the bars and restaurants are not busy at all. Not busy. Last night, we didn't have, oh, God. We may have had, like, uh, 15 takeout orders and maybe five, six tables, right? And the people that are coming, and we had, some of them are locals, and then some of the locals don't believe it. Yes, some locals don't. But not enough locals, because I've been here in, was time where there in September and October when there's not a lot of visitors from out of time. There's still a lot of locals, and we're a locals place. Our restaurant, the Catch Restaurant in Key Largo, is a locals place, and they're not coming out. They're ordering to go. A lot of our regulars aren't coming to our place, and uh, when I see them at the uh, supermarket, I ask them, and they say, "Well, we're we're staying close to home. We're trying to be safe and all that." And so they get it. But the people that go out is have a tendency to people that poo-poo the threat of uh, infection. And if there is an infection, it's no big deal. And they're out there. 
but we and then there's also people that are just lonely and they don't have um, they don't live with anybody and the only chance they have to interact with someone is to sit at a table near the bar and just have a drink so they're not sitting home and drinking by themselves I know exactly how that was because of, for first of all I drank by myself all the time I love drinking by myself I don't suggest that you do this is a bad I, I, you know it's not necessarily a good thing for you but I understand being you know if you're lonely you want to go out you want to be around people but now they're looking around they don't see people what they see is you know uh you got so we got the lonely people we got the people that don't believe it the people that have to go out because they're in business i see businessmen that are doing their things and they'll come in they'll wear the mask they'll go to their table they'll sit down they'll order then they'll get up and leave they don't walk over and talk to people and stuff like that and then you have crazy people just people that aren't uh, you know the latin term incompost mentis you know incompetent mentally uh they 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 just don't make the right decisions. So, if someone, if you're in a, in a, um, you know, in, if you're in deep into some kind of addictive behavior, you're not going to care. And if you're just one of those people that don't believe in it, you're not going to care. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a scary movie victim. Oh no, a tree fell on my car. And there's only one thing to do. Trip over my own feet and pull myself across the lawn while yelling help at a barely audible volume. <laughs> uh, sorry to interrupt, but you filed a claim with Geico, so you've got a designated claims team to help you. This Geico sounds suspiciously reassuring. Are you sure I don't end up getting surprised with an unexpected twist? Just that your Geico team will always be there to keep you updated. No! What is it? Oh, nothing. I just didn't see that coming. Geico, great service without all the drama. So that's what we're getting right now. Obviously, we're losing all the people that come to dine in that recognize that dining in, the reason why uh, the uh, restaurants in Miami Dade uh, close to in house because they believe that dining in house, because you walk in the way the state, you have a mask, you walk up to your table, and obviously if you're going to eat, you can't leave a mask on. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But it's also a chance where you get, you're sitting there for a long time with people, you know, anywhere from 45 minutes to like two hours. Last night we had people sitting together for two hours, and uh, it was like six people and two other people joined them, you know, who weren't uh, with the crowd, but they decided to because they, they just don't see it as something's pertinent to them. Maybe someone hasn't been affected yet. But once we we did see people that used to come in who were on the fence, and once someone they knew got infected, they stopped going there. So that's my theory of what's happening. So we're rolling into our weekend now where we have um, uh, the, people are bringing down their boats, and they close down all the public ramps in the upper keys uh, the all the ramps that are controlled by the county i guess because they can't do the state or uh any private ramp so if there's a, a restaurant that has it like there's the caribbean club they can launch as many boats as they want and you have people going in which i understand getting on a boat and going out to get a lobster is no big deal what happens is they rent homes down here there's uh a lot of the people that have boats, they they rent homes. They don't. Um, some of them uh, go to motels and things like that, but motels don't necessarily have the facilities to be able to store a trailer or truck. So what happens is, though, some of the Miami crowd and uh, up there, and there's oh God, the mini season, lobster mini season, uh, is uh, definitely heavily local event local mean lo local to south florida and then people come down here with their boats because there's a lot of shoreline there's a lot of shoreline and that's where you you get the lobsters near uh the coast and we have you know there's a lot of people that and and actually and i'll reiterate getting the lobsters going in the water and all that stuff the lobsters don't have it no but what happens is when you have like 20 people at your house and you're not supposed to have 20 people at the house but this is what they do they get a big thing you get tons of people coming around you're going to see next week we're going to see some houses with like six seven cars in front of it and you think well you have six seven cars you're at least six seven people right unless you're a collector obviously but they're 
for rental, you think it's not a collector. People don't bring their car collections to a rental property. So they'll they'll come in, they'll uh, do their thing, they'll go and grab their lobsters, and then they have a big party at their house and stuff like that. That's the spreader event right there. And then they try to go out to restaurants and bars and things like that. And we have bars that are more or less some are enforcing some aren't and uh now you don't have to shut down if one of your workers tests positive and it's probably you know if you think about it the best probably uh, spreading thing right now you if you've seen the diagrams or stuff like that pictures of it one mask does not save you from getting the coronavirus, but maybe 5-10% effective, right? But it more prevents you infecting someone else. So you have uh, the worker who's serving you coming over and doing that and, and bringing food, bringing your drinks, touching things. Uh, and that's where most of it can happen. And now when the infected people come in, and sit at the table, and you're picking up their glasses and that, and they're breathing on you. That'll that'll be where the point of contact be uh, will be, and that's where uh, the uh, the chain is connected. Where we have that when you talk about R fact factors, how many people does the infected people infect? And you get your mass spreader. Last Saturday, we had a group of people that were in their uh, late twenties, early thirties, and they're out drinking and they're making jokes about the mask and stuff like that i guess they don't have any parents or older people they care about coming around or they don't believe it you know it's no big deal they don't believe it but i i knew uh at least one person who had whose uh parents were in their 60s and uh i know they're relatively close and they see them at least once a week so i don't know how that will turn out uh so we're looking at this uh, weekend coming up where people are coming down. They're starting to pick out their spots. They're starting to pick out where their boats are going. they got to figure out where they're going to uh, put their boats in the water. Because you need, uh, if you're not at all familiar with boating culture, you trailer a boat, you take the boat to the ramp, you back, uh, you back it up, and you drop the boat in the water. And then you pull your... Uh, whatever vehicle you're driving with the trailer, that trailer to boat, and you pull over and park it. And then when you're done, when you're taking the boat out, you back it back in, you ride the boat back up. And that last year or the year before, we had some great fun going to places like the Caribbean Club to private and public boat ramps and watching people that aren't really um, familiar with um, trailering a boat or dropping it in the water or putting it back that's the best I think the, the most exciting time is watching someone pick up a boat if you see you could probably see that on um, YouTube if you put uh, boat ramp fails there'll be a, a ton of things you can see that would be kind of really really funny um, as long as no one's hurt you know so yeah it's not so if the people are are bitching that uh, they're, uh, God, the lobster se- mini season is going to go go on. You know, eight days prior, we, nothing was going to happen. That was political theater. They were just doing it, and they took phone calls from people out of county who don't live here. They go say, "Well, I own, you know, just like <laughs> I own several properties and stuff like that." And I heard <laughs> someone actually on Facebook said, "Well, two of them said, oh, well." People that don't want someone coming down and saying, you probably rent. You probably rent. Like they don't have a right to say anything if they're renting. You know, they have to own a business down here. You know, only if certain people down here have this uh, reactionary idea that if you don't own property or you don't have, you're, you're not vested in it completely by owning property and hiring people stuff like that shut the fuck up you have any right to say anything and they're tired you know they don't want to hear it you know saying uh you know that's that's their thing but you know what when uh the election day rolls around there's uh, you know there's uh, I, 
most of the people, the people that vote in mass are the people that own stuff. They do vote. They vote almost 95% of the time. I've seen people down here. One guy, uh, he's been spouting for, I've known him for years, but he, he, uh, he's a Trump guy. And then I said, well, you know, you get the, you know, you get your chance to vote for him in a couple months. And he goes, oh, I don't vote. <laughs> I said, you're a Trump supporter. You don't vote. How is he going to win if you don't vote? You know, I mean, there's, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people that used to sit on the fence that didn't vote the last time and just vote for the sake of not seeing this bloated piece of shit out there. I, I want to send, uh, before I sign off, I want to send a, um, a poignant notice to the people in the Northwest, especially Portland. I think whatever is going on right now with uh, the DHS um, paramilitary, I don't even know what to call them. Their enforcement officers showing up to protect um, government property, but you know, with these unmarked vans and no badges and not identifying themselves and not uh, Mirandizing people uh, and just zipping away from it, just smacks of uh, fascism. And at this point of the broadcast, the they were talking about sending some of these to Chicago and things like that. I think what we're going to find out in the end, they have other enforcement duties other than internal security and um, so I think what they're they might be doing is getting uh, you know either uh, this happened right after 9-11 where they formed the uh, Department of Homeland Security they had to get a hodgepodge of people from other agencies in order to create that agency it started out small the former uh, Governor of Pennsylvania, Tom Ridge, was the first secretary. It started out small, and then they had to hire their own people and train them and things like that. So right now, I think what they're using is contractors uh, to come in or use people that are retired because they're showing some pictures, and the guys uh, seem to be a couple years uh, north of a retirement age, and uh, some of them younger. So they could be uh, using contract workers like they would with uh, uh the TSA, but uh, this is real short term. They're sending them out, and they're sending. I think it. They maybe send them in groups and keep them in, in tight groups, maybe uh, fifty to a hundred, and send them out. Whether they have a true effect, they won't have an effect on Chicago. If you send a hundred, um, yes, uh, the murder rate and shots and all that stuff is up in Chicago right now. Yes. But these guys are not patrolling those neighborhoods. They're going to be um, near government buildings, and then they're going to wander out in force, at, you know, a group of what, whatever they need to get to an area to isolate someone if they want to take them in. Uh, so what they do is they would go out with like uh, 10, to, 10 to 20 guys, make sure that they're not overwhelmed and do that. And they're firing uh, last night. The mayor of Portland spoke at a rally. Uh, that wasn't violent, but uh, tear gas was sent out. The mayor was there, so it wasn't a bunch of looters and things like that. And someone fired tear gas, and I, th they're they're not going to be able to prove that it was. Uh, well, maybe they can. Maybe they could say it was government issued tear gas and stuff like that. But using flashbang grenades and stuff like that, and who knows? It could be a matter of time where someone decides to bring their own personal firearm in. And uh, I'm talking about the uh, federal uh, officers and, um, you know, start shooting in the crowd because there's a lot of pressure on those guys too. Uh, in the end, they may think they're doing the right thing, but there's probably going to be a couple of them that are going to look at it and they're going to see people that are apprehended without be being uh, given their due process, no Mirandizing and things like that. Kind of stuff we would do with terrorists around the world where you go and get them and take them in rendition sites in Ukraine, but they're doing here in the United States. So I think they probably have, um, they have plenty of facilities. They have detainment facilities that they've been using for immigration right now. And there may be, uh, who knows, there's probably excess capacity there uh, from 
you know, the the efforts they've been making. So they'd probably be able to keep people there because they're showing, not showing, they're not putting them into uh, the detainment areas that are used in the cities. They they have to use a federal uh, one because they won't. I they will never let. Uh, 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 I I believe that the, the federal the federal authorities will not house people in a state system unless they have uh, beginning and control over who gets in and who gets out. But that's just my uh, druthers right now. So I'm going to keep on speaking here, and I have my voice, I have my uh, podcast, and now I have my phone number, which no one used today. But who knows? We may get some calls. I'll start. I'll keep on doing that. I'll keep on making phone calls. The weather is. It's been rainy the last week and a half, and uh, we are. I've been constantly flipping um, the uh, areas around my uh, house that have contained water, making sure they're all drained, so we don't have any mosquitoes. That's the one thing about the tropics people have to realize down here, and especially I guess different parts of the country. You get a lot of them get uh, mosquito. Uh, infestations but the tropics where we get we're more prone to right now there's a uh, uh, a dengue out uh, break here and it's not quite as dangerous as COVID-19 but it is pretty serious and it's it's horrible when you get it and um, there's an outbreak actually in my area Key Largo so in order to combat that we have to get rid of all the standing water every day you got to be vigilant of that. So when it rains, you go out there and dump it. You go, you look at old tires, uh, wheelbarrows, anything that collects water. Because even just, the, uh, they suggest even like a bottle cap. can You can, uh, and you can, you can see, you can put a mosquito, would land and drop its eggs in there and it would hatch. I don't know how many, if it's one day, the germination or whatever uh, period for the eggs is, um, one day or two days, but it's really quick. So you just stay on it, keep on dumping it, get rid of it, clean it out. And uh, I've been pretty vigilant on that, doing my part, because I believe that is a thing. And uh, it's funny, the people, conspiracy theorists, uh, they believe that's a thing too, but uh, they don't believe COVID-19 right now. So they're they're out there doing it. We're dealing with that down in Keys. I know you're probably dealing with it in your areas if you're in Atlanta uh, I'm sure in some of the foreign countries, uh, we have the asshole president of Brazil that ignored uh, the warnings. So, uh, but, you know, it's a thing. I saw a graphic on the news that showed, I think there was, I'm going to go high. They showed 15 countries in the world that we were allowing Americans to come. Now, I'll start at the top. Let's start at the top. The uh, United Kingdom, United Kingdom's around allowing uh, Americans. There's one country in um, South America. I think Cambodia is one. Uh, there is a former Soviet Republic. It looks like it could be Belarus. No, no, it's too small. Probably like Kazakhstan or something like that. Which, if you never had the opportunity to see, you know, you probably just seen uh, a representative of Kazakhstan in the movie Borat, but I mean, I hear it's lovely, um, except, you know, I don't know if they have any uh, self-service there or anything like that. Maybe they do. Maybe they do have it there. You could have, you can go to Kazakhstan, you can go to uh, Cambodia. That's, that's nice. They got those uh, places. I can't I'm trying to remember. There's maybe uh, a, some places in Africa, one or two. Um, I saw, oh, Egypt. I think it was Egypt. Egypt allowed Americans into it. So, yeah, you can't go, you know, it was, it's funny because, uh, was it July 20th? It's 51 years ago. Uh, an American uh, walked on the moon, but now they can't legally walk in Canada or the Bahamas. So, yeah. That guy, he certainly is making America great again. We are number one. We are the number one pariah in the world. And eventually, you know, I believe we're going to get back to it where we're accepted as the place that 
the place to travel to and things like that. But right now, you're going to see tourism drying up in the United States. You're going to get some people that come in. Um, uh, but uh, for, now, for now, until uh, we get, you know, figure out how to turn this ship around, which it is not going in the right direction, what they're saying. It certainly is. We are definitely uh, going down to twos, but we're going to find out on November 4th, and we'll find out if the guy will leave, uh, if he loses, if he decides to uh, leave 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, or does he have to be forcibly? And there is some cracks in the monolithic support by um, his party right now. Uh, we see Liz Cheney, we see um, God, Mitt Romney, a couple other guys. You see there's uh, some of the Republicans just disrespecting other Congress people and stuff like that. Listen, when you run out of any argument, you're going to start cursing, you know? And I use curse words, right? We use, if you listen to the show, I was using curse words before um, all this happened. And uh, I just think that um, when you resort to threats and things like that, and it's just so funny to see the right-wing crowd, they said, what was the one thing they said? Why do you have to have so many guns? What if the government comes in and tries to attack us? what's happening in Portland right now? It's the government. And what do you hear from the guys, gun rights people? You don't hear shit. Just, just, you know, when it doesn't fit their narrative, they're not going to talk about it. So for now, um, yeah, you know, you'll notice that I wasn't talking about any sponsorships or things like that. I don't think anybody wants to really touch this, but I don't really want to make any money right now from this, from this. Um, I'm just doing, this is my platform. I get uh, whatever, couple hundred to a thousand people an episode to listen to it. Yes, I get that out. That's all I'm doing. It's not, it's not for um, any financial gain. Once things are back to normal, maybe we can do that. And I don't see where it's, it's getting back to normal until, God, until I, I, I first of all, it's not, this isn't going to go away anytime soon. I mean, it have to be a great vaccine. And the hard part on that vaccine stuff is there's going to be people you don't, you know, first of all, you started conspiracy, this conspiracy bullshit about putting chips in people with the vaccine and stuff like that. Talking Bill and Melinda Gates. And now they're investing $1.95 billion with Pfizer to uh, distribute, develop and distribute um, a vaccine. Now, how are you going to convince your supporters to get vaccinated after saying all your shit, after all your conspiracy people said shit about it? So you got your anti-vaxxers out there. um, You got your no mask wearers. You got that it's phony stuff. And then now you're going to have to try to convince those people that after you said all that, you're going to have to convince them how. Now you're gonna get now. In order to stop this, we're gonna give you a vaccine. No, I'm not gonna get a vaccine. You just told me. You just told me. You told me a while ago it's, it was bad. It's gonna turn me into a communist. <laughs> now don't listen. Do yourself a favor. Um, if you can't get smart right now, just uh, just keep it to yourself. You know, because you're really, um, it's dwindling. You're, you have dwindling numbers that are occurring. You're going to have naturally dwindling numbers um, just from the people on the border, the, the people that used you, uh, money people that used you to get their agenda across. And now they're going to be done with you. But you're not going to want to take a vaccine. And they're going to get their vaccines, the smart ones, the Mitch McConnells. Uh, all those other people, they're going to get, they're going to get vaccines. You're, you're not going to get the vaccine. I understand that. And your family's going to get sick and ill. And the next time it rolls around, you're going to do it. So, I mean, I, I, I don't see a way out of it. Uh, you know, in the United States, we're going to be a bunch of anti-maskers. There's going to be, um, people that, uh, won't want to get a vaccine. So, 
until then, uh, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Like I said, history. History is going to be the uh, one to really describe it, how it is. And you know what? United States is going to look so good that way. You know, in the end, they're going to say it was a, hopefully on November 4th, they're going to say it was a blip. Well, it was a blip in our electoral process where people figured out how to do it. Uh, a foreign country uh, helped uh, manipulate uh, some of the votes. And uh, we, we had to experience this. We had to go through this. But uh, there's always going to be a group of people. During World War II, there were people that were... Uh, uh, people that supported the Nazis, you know, they were, uh, they were American, um, and then in the sixties, who was, who's the guy, there was a 60 guy, a, a white supremacist and all that stuff. There's going to be this for a while until we educate the people enough, but you know, who knows what's in the hearts of men, who knows what's in the hearts of men, the shadow knows. It's an old show from the 30s and 40s, a radio show. I hope uh, everyone stays safe. The people that are listening, I hope you take care of yourself. And uh, let's see how everything plays out. I'll uh, be back. Maybe I'll be back over the weekend. Who knows if there's any new developments here. Take care. God bless. And this is Jim the Keys, bartender, signing off. Remember, the next time we have a live show, record this number, this phone number. I'll put it on the show it's 407-392-4563 and we'll take your phone calls and i'll do uh give you a little heads up maybe i'll do one on a on a thursday night hopefully we can get some uh, live listeners there talk to you later bye